If you do have monkeypox, boy, oh boy, but the chances are so remote of anybody listening to this with with monkeypox, right? It might clean out this neighborhood pretty soon. Uh, you know what? It might take out a few. You got a point. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. In the Boogie D, a pair of suspects stabbed, slashed, and punched a motorist during a mid-vicious caught-on-video robbery plus. Robbers 2 at 7.53 on the 7th and 8.18 East 167th in the 42nd Precinct. One by one entered the car of the victim, 25. One watch, two chains, three bracelets, $1,000 worth of stolen property. One hopped into the front passenger seat, the other got in behind the driver. The passenger seat guy took out a gun and expressed his intention to take the victim's stuff. The victim made to kick rocks for his safety, but instead danced the boogie down B scuffle with the punching and the slashing and the stabbing, you see. Mr. Victim was taken to Lincoln Hospital in stable condition. NYPD Crime Stoppers tweeted that a $3,500 reward is offered, potentially, if you happen to know. Who are these people? Call 1-800-577-TIPS. Joining me now, Anthony Lohman. What's up, Anthony? What's up, Pat? Uh, nothing, man. It's hot, and and like I feel like summer's here, and then like it'll be like fifty degrees outside at night, which is a nice relief. And then like there's rain and tornado. I don't know why I'm talking about the weather when people are getting beaten up for their jewelry. It's almost murder season. It's, it's getting there. Five more degrees warmer. Yeah, <laughs> that's when the guns uh, start emptying out their lead. It seems. Yeah, and, and have you noticed that Penn Station now? It's it's hit that part of the year where it just has that. Uh, Human shit. So it's like you get off the train. Human shit right under your nose. I'm pretty immune to it by now. I've been going to Penn Station a lot, so you know me too. You gotta hop the uh, bums. You know you gotta dodge the syringes. You gotta dodge the syringes, and and you know I don't see so many syringes, uh, and junkies and stuff like that right now. I mean I know there's junkies around, right? Maybe they're just they they blend into me. And I haven't seen as many people shitting as I was there for a little while. I don't think the city's getting cleaned up, though. I don't know how to explain. Maybe I just don't go outside anymore. Could be. I haven't seen nothing but uh, syringes and people shitting. Uh, <laughs> I, I go there at like 2 in the morning, though. Like I, I drop my kid off in Trenton, and then I come back at like 1 or 2 in the morning, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a sight to behold. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm there at the wrong time of day. I'm never there at 2 in the morning. Well, video released uh, Thursday shows this uh, party in full swing. If you want to look at it for free, go to nyccrimereport.locals.com. Just follow and enjoy. And if you, uh, that's if you enjoy watching New Yorkers get beaten up and robbed, uh, I'll, uh, then that's that. Uh, so, hey, this is an interesting trend. This is a crime trend. I like it when there's a crime trend. They get ideas. Yeah. They collaborate. And then, you know, thing, next thing you know, it catches on. But uh, thieves on scooters zooming to an unsuspecting uh, up to, okay, I'll start it all over. Thieves on scooters zooming up to unsuspecting pedestrians, swiping thousands of dollars worth of gold chains before zipping away and disappearing into the thick brush of hustle and din that camouflage the quick and spotlights the dead. Uh, according to the New York Post, police are investigating five robberies like this on scooters between March 18th and April 17th in Manhattan and the Bronx. First was on the 18th, 1238 p.m., Two black scootered men ripped. <laughs> they 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 ripped an eight thousand dollar gold chain from a guy's forty uh, seven year old neck in Fordham Heights. That's an expensive chain. 
Uh, 20 minutes later, a man, 42, was in front of 516 West 181st. When one man on a black scooter rode up to him, showed a gun, and lifted $10,000 worth of gold chains from his neck. So if you're keeping count, that's gold to the tune of $18,000 worn as neck ornaments around the necks of just two men snagged in less than half an hour by scooter fuckers. Were you aware of this? Uh, I had no idea. This sounds like something from the Warriors or maybe Quadrophenia. (laughs) I like it. Sting's going to come by. Uh, So two days later, on the 20th, 4.30 p.m., one man, black scooter, two gold chains, $500 from a 30-year-old woman, Fordham Heights, that's 18.5 and Toto since she was crossing Tybout Avenue and East Fordham Road. The next afternoon, on the 21st, at 10 to 1, a 30-year-old man was robbed of $2,000 worth of two chains of gold at West 180th and Wadsworth in Washington Heights by a single black-scootered scoundrel who zipped away as the hapless victim gave chase, bringing the total take to over twenty grand. March 23rd, just two days later, a man 62, at 1.30 p.m. near 991 Southern Boulevard in Foxhurst, De Bronx, was robbed by a thief with a black scooter underneath who snatched gold chains worth $6,600. That's $27,100. I feel like it's a game show or something. Yes. Then April 17th, one more robbery. Right on the same block of Southern Boulevard, black scooters struck once more, robbing a 46-year-old victim of two chains worth four grand, $31,100. Can you even imagine $31,100? That's almost two years' salary. Amazing. I find that to be amazing. I find that I find that to be just just an incredible amount of stealing, and, and and gold. I guess you know when they say gold's a good investment, they're not they're not kidding. It really must apparently it is. I mean, not to wear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, get gold. It's valuable. Apparently, I mean, you can only just wait twenty minutes. Those things are going to run out of batteries. Those are for kids, I think. With the scooters? Yeah, I have one of those. It goes about half a mile, and then I'm walking, carrying it on my back. I don't know, man. I think <laughs> I don't think it's those. I don't think it's those little uh, 8cc deals. You know, I think it must be uh, 8 mile. I mean, I, I've seen, you know what? I saw the best motorcycle, and the one you want to get is it's the Dodge fucking, what's it called? Oh, shit. The Dodge, it's a Dodge, and it came out in, like, 2003 or something. Yeah. To, uh, it's the uh, Tomahawk, Dodge Tomahawk. You ever seen that? I don't know. Oh, you got to see this fucking vehicle. It's ridiculous. I thought it was all those uh, quad, those four-wheelers going up and down Broadway at, like, 2 in the morning. That Isn't that annoying? Isn't that annoying? I hate that fucking stuff. All this, all the, you know, those bikes are not even legal in the city, the dirt bikes and stuff. They ride them around anyways. Because what are the cops going to do? Like, oh, here's 300 guys on motorcycles. Uh, tickets, everybody. Yeah, they're going to pay those things. It's... But I guarantee you nobody has one of these. Tomahawk. This thing is ridiculous. Well, you got to get as one of those ones with a little sidecar and have a little midget. Just grab the, grab the jewelry. Ooh, that looks fucking nice. Look at that fucking thing. Holy shit. Isn't that retarded? It looks like something from... Uh... The future from the future right only in the future would you have a motorcycle like that it's got to hurt your balls though i think it's pure steel yeah it doesn't look like a very soft seat <laughs> yeah you're gonna be sterile you're gonna want to be 
it, now you see it's like two wheels up front, two in the back. That's a different kind of design. And I think it's built that way because this motorcycle goes like 420 miles an hour. Yeah, good Lord. <laughs> so that's the one I want, the one that goes 420. Because, I mean, the other ones, the next lowest one down is like in the 200s. That's what, 400 miles per hour? Yeah. Damn. You'd oh. think, yeah, down to 400, down to 200. You would think that they would, they would just kind of graduate down a little bit. No. No. Not at all. They go, that, that, that motorcycle goes much, much faster than uh, any other that I'm aware of. Uh, if you're not listening and checking out shows at nyccrimereport.com, I recommend a highly nyccrimereport.locals.com. That's what it's actually called, nyccrimereport.locals.com. You know, it's great. The, the amount of programming you get on there is really interesting. I just The only reason I launched it was to like put a bunch of show concepts up and then like let people get them if they want. You get three months for free if you want, so it's like less than $5 a month when you do it that way. it's a, I have a show with Douglas Nelson called Late as Fuck. It's like a late night show. I've got a show with, uh, with Ray Schneider's uh, retired cop. I've got another show with another retired cop. Uh, i got a, a show called Reasonably Well-Informed. It's like a political show. You know, it's not, there's some shows with zero politics, and then there's these, these ones that do have some. NYCCrimereport.locals.com. And then if you don't want to, then don't. I totally get it. you got to pay for a lot of shit these days. Everything's expensive. This robber here is ridiculous. A prolific burglar who thinks bail reform is great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I bet he does. He's a free man once again after he was busted for breaking into yet another Big Apple business. And uh, his name's, he's 57-year-old Chris Wald, and he's cuffed once again. Uh, cuffed on a Thursday on felony burglary raps for breaking into Jesse's Express Cafe in Midtown and stealing the cash register. Wow. Just stole it. That's the way to, I mean, that's where the cash is, right? So, and you want to steal the cash register. It's not like trying to crack a safe or some uh, shit. I don't know. I just go for the tip jar, I would think. <laughs> You don't have to carry a cash register down the street. But. Jesus, yeah. How much heroin does this guy need? Because that's his problem. He's a junkie. Mm. Uh, during his arraignment, prosecutors from the Manhattan DA's office asked a judge uh, to hold him on $30,000 bail, citing four open felony cases he has for the same crimes. But the justice declined and released him on his own recognizance. Well, the violent Brooklyn native who's been who, at least 32 prior arrests for burglary. At least 32. And theft, dating back to 1983. This guy's been breaking into places and getting arrested for it for a long, long time. Shit, going on 40 years, right? That's nuts. Admitted to the Post in an exclusive interview that he steals because he's a long-time heroin addict. And he said jail doesn't work for him. He needs rehabilitation. I'm grateful for bail reform. He said, I'm too old to go to jail. I'm way too old. I can't do it. Well, hey, <laughs> there's a solution there. Don't commit crimes. But I guess he's not going to go to jail, though. I don't know. I thought that's why we invented fentanyl. Solve all these problems. Yeah. I thought I was supposed to, uh, you know. Thin the herd a little bit, A right? little bit. Come on. 32 years. He should have had one by now. Oh, damn, that makes perfect sense. I never thought of it that way. It is just to, like, get rid of the, uh, you know, the, the, the real motherfuckers. We had COVID to get rid of the fat people. We got uh, and the fentanyl old. to get rid of the junkies. Oh, yeah. The diabetics, they're gone. And the junkies. And now we got monkey pox for the fucking gays. The monkeys, the gays. <laughs> monkey pox. You get it in gay bathhouses, apparently. That's, yeah. And this guy, yeah. You know, they, they cured AIDS and they thought they were in the clear. 
No, not so fast, gays. Now it's monkeypox. Uh, yeah, the lesions are what will freak people out about monkeypox. You know, I mean, like COVID, you couldn't. There was no visible sign that you had it, but with with monkeypox, to be like you're a leper. Yeah, I think I got something on my arm. I don't know. Oh, you're you shit. See that? Me. Look at that. No, don't start with that. Sh- no, I don't know. I got something. It's a fucking burn, ain't it? Uh, probably. I didn't have fuck any dudes, so. Well, then you in the clear. I believe you in the clear. Because I think you've got a butt fuck to get it. you got a butt fuck a gay or a monkey. One uh, of the two. Well, yeah, you can't just be butt fucking your girlfriend. <laughs> I, I did that. Maybe that's what did it. <laughs> it's just the act of butt fucking in general. No, not somebody with the fucking condition. Yeah, God doesn't care. No, no butt fucking. And where would where would fucking monkey pox come from other than Africa? That's other what, than fucking a monkey. It's thick with. <laughs> that's what they said. AIDS came from at first was fucking a monkey. There's probably like a, a blind a guy in Africa and he thinks it's a, a, a woman or a dude. And then it's, you know, it's a monkey. How would you tell if you're blind? Could be. That certainly is. Uh, that's that, that, that's that's. That's a generous assessment, you know. Oh, the guy was blind, you know, he just couldn't tell the difference because no. he, he couldn't tell a chimp from a human due to his blindness. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just <laughs> it all feels the same. I guess there's chimps and 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 monkeys in uh, fucking India too, though, right? Could, they have a lot isn't of them. That there. Indiana it's, Jones and the Temple of Doom isn't that in India? Mm-hmm. Golly, I guess. Ah, and they eat their head and the brains. Isn't that in India? Could be. Yeah. Well, that. Uh, I don't know. I can barely hear you. Sorry about that. Perfect. You know something else, too? Monkeys there will steal the purse. Will they? Yes. On command. They will, like, you can train them. There's, like, so, like sort of like a fucking, I don't know, like, who's the guy that runs Oliver and his fucking orphans, you know? Like, mm. uh, whatever that character is, he's got a bunch of fucking monkeys that, that run around like the orphans, and they and they steal for him. Yeah, monkeys have always been involved in crime. Isn't that an old scam with their little monkey playing organs and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, and then, like, you make like you're going to throw him a coin, he comes over and kicks you in the balls or something, something. takes your wallet. It's a it's a vicious, vicious animal. There's I, a lot of a lot of videos on the Internet of monkeys being alcoholics because they all, like, steal cocktails from uh, resort towns and, like, get wasted and fall off the, fall off the palm tree. And, and then they go back from spring break with a fucking condition, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man! You know what? Well, they're ninety-eight percent the same as us, right? But we share the, the, that much genetic of the sameness. Basically the same. Is I there mean, really a difference between a monkey and a midget? It's like the same thing. Yeah, a chimp and a midget. I mean, <laughs> there's a huge difference. The chimp's so much more advanced, but a monkey with a tail is like a yeah. He's not, he's 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 like a midget level guy. Like a clum- like a midget with agility and dexterity. Yes, exactly. Like a very dexterous, talented, you know, <laughs> criminally minded uh, midget. Let's see. There was a, a, a drive-by here in Long Island, or not here in Long Island, but there in Long Island. A Long Islander killed in a drive-by shooting outside his home. His home, where his children sleeps and his wife plays with their toys. Uh, Terry Long, 32, fatally shot outside his residence in Ronkonkoma. In Suffolk County, deep. That's deep. Suffolk County's deep on the island. Very far. Very. It's like a distant land. It's a completely different thing. You go up there, the grass is lush. The weather's different. You know, it's like Florida. It's amazing. Uh, how do you think uh, Mayor Adams is doing so far with this crime? Uh, I think he's, uh, you know, he's terrible, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> worse than the worse than Blasio? 
He's doing at least as good of a job as de Blasio, I think, you know. He at least pretends to be upset a little bit. You know, there's at least, like, the feigned, like, oh, this is terrible, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like the cops would all turn their back on him yet. No. But I'm sure that's coming at some point. Uh, All the stats I see, it's, like, up, like, 60% or something. All the crime, like, every violent category of crime. Except for murder is, like, kind of holding steady. But everything else is, like, robberies and... Yeah. I mean, well, murder was, it was up so much... It was on. It went, it went up unnaturally, like higher than everything else. Even <clears throat> I think that might be it. That it's like, well, you know, now it's just it gets a little time. If only there was a show that was dedicated to crime in New York City, we could get these kind of statistics. And no, uh, it's it's amazing to me that that Adams is so tone deaf with some of the shit that he does. My understanding now, and this is like not widely reported or anything like that but somebody said that well every time i see because he's talking about beefing up patrols in the subway and they're like well every time i see cops in the subway you know what they're doing they're you know what they're doing they are uh on their phones <laughs> so who cares i don't i don't <laughs> but they're there right i mean they're not ignoring crime but here's the other part they got rid of like the papers and pads and all that shit like forever ago, you know, he hasn't been a cop. This guy Adams, you know, since two thousand six, and so like the phone is issued to them now, and that's why they're on it. It's because it's part of their job. It's like a fucking work phone. They get a, a phone issued to them, and so now, just to avoid making him look like an asshole, they're gonna put some kind of a sticker on it or some shit like that to distinguish it from their personal phone. It's just... Come on, I mean, who isn't on their phone 24-7? It's impossible. What fucking difference? You know what I mean? Like, it's... If they start stabbing, I'm sure they'll fucking turn off their phone or whatever. Yeah, you know what? And they complain, but then if they go bust the churro lady, it's the same people making a few fucking noise about it, you know? Fuck the churro ladies. Fuck Fuck the churro ladies. Thank you. Nobody seems to get that. It's like, what? they could be selling me anything. Who knows what's in those churros? Yeah. Or the toppings, the dips. You ever looked into like Mexican snack foods are all filled with like heavy metals and shit? Like everyone that like eats them dies. They try to outlaw them all the time. Oh, they they just make the shittiest. I had no idea. Well, this is the story that matters. But people lose their minds over the fucking churro lady. She's trying to make money to put food on the table Why do we need these people family? in this country? Like, oh, they're here for work. Uh, then why are they selling like fucking stale donuts in yeah. the subway. Like, Sell stale donuts elsewhere. I, another... I thought it was like some vital need that they were filling. Yeah, well, in their, yeah, in their country, they're architects. They're just waiting their turn because of the fucking systematic racism holding mm. them down and whatnot. But a, a, a deranged gunman shot and killed a 48-year-old Goldman Sachs employee while the strap hanger was riding a Manhattan subway train to brunch. Okay, the guy's 48... He's a Goldman Sachs employee riding a subway to brunch. What could go wrong? Hmm. Well, it didn't go too good for this guy. I guess it was on a Sunday. The shooter is still on the loose Sunday evening. I don't think they've caught this guy. Seen pacing back and forth in the last car on the northbound Q train around 11.40 a.m. before he... Is that even brunch at 11.40? No, that's not even when it starts. Brunch is like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, this, this guy's going to late breakfast. Yeah, come on. Uh, before he pulled out a gun and opened fire on, especially on a Sunday. Yeah, it's for alcoholics to get drunk. You know, it's it's not. They just invented a way to get drunk at breakfast, so it's, it starts at like two, three. You know. Yeah, 
Yeah, whenever you kind of get it going after the fucking rough weekend you've been it, having. It's, it's breakfast with unlimited alcohol, so yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> and little compotes and shit. They, they, they keep it fruity, you know? They keep it on the fruity side. Keep it light. And, he, and he, oh, this is a very important thing. This guy's dead. Uh, completely random is what one police source says. It was completely random because this guy just pulled out a gun, opened fire on the unsuspecting victim. He was pacing around 11.40 a.m. on the Q train, the northbound Q, Q going north in Manhattan. The victim, identified as Daniel uh, Enriquez, rushed to Bellevue, later pronounced dead. According to witnesses, suspect was walking back and forth, as I mentioned, in the same train car and without provocation, pulled out a gun, fired at the victim, at close range, at the trains, uh, as the train's crossing the Manhattan Bridge, crossing the Manhattan Bridge, going north. Yeah, uh, from uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, well, he's in. Ma- oh, I thought he was in Manhattan, but uh, I guess he was going into Manhattan for. A, he's going from Brooklyn into Manhattan on a Sunday for that Sunday brunch, and the guy's pacing around. If you see somebody pacing on a train. Don't uh, hang around, I guess, you know, just jump. Yeah, on. <laughs> and there's always one guy just pacing back and forth, shouting at the walls. Yeah, this guy must have mistaken this guy for a uh, this Enriquez for a uh, like a, a gang associate, you know, uh, from another gang, a rival <laughs> gang. member. Sure, whatever. <laughs> They're always having brunch, too, in Manhattan. Mm. Shit, I don't know, man. That's a wild case. I mean, like, that's, that, that's the most random one yet. I mean, the guy who randomly shot 10 people hit everybody in the leg. Yeah, just a fucking loser. Terrible shooting. Sets off a smoke bomb. Chaos, right? Yeah, that's some, like, Batman shit. <laughs> Flee into the smoke. But what happened? Nothing. I mean, I, I didn't see 10 bodies. Did you see 10 bodies? I didn't see 10. I, didn't, I saw one guy who was bleeding. Maybe another one. All shot in the leg, supposedly. Some of them weren't even hospitalized. Yeah, I don't know. What the fuck? If I get shot, I'm going to the hospital. I'm taking uh, off from work at least a week. Yeah. I kind of want to get shot just to take some time off. It would be worth it. I would take those COVID tests just to be like, oh, I'm going to have my COVID. I've been out for a week, boss. You know, let me let me out. If you take a test, you'll, you'll definitely have it. That's, that's my understanding. Uh, this, uh, according to witnesses, as I said, walking back and forth, the train pulled into the Canal Street station and the gunman... Described as a dark-skinned, heavy-set man with a beard. He fled the station by running out to Center Street. Chief of Department, uh, Kenneth Corey, said that at a briefing. He was shot at close range. Uh, He's walking back and forth in the train. He pulled out a gun, fired at the victim. Close range. So uh, it doesn't say how many times he fired. It doesn't say just open fire. Maybe, But the guy's, man, that is something else. You know, you don't expect a, a completely random shooting like that just on one guy. I mean, like a, a spray of bullets kind of makes more sense. Just like, I'm nuts. I'm shooting everybody. You but, would think, yeah. But this one guy like you, I got my eye on you. You're the devil. Guy. I can see him in you. Uh. <laughs> I don't think. Usually those craziest people don't have guns. Mm. Like Son of Sam or something, you know, like a. Oh, right. Dog told me to kill you. Something I don't know. Do you think the dog actually said that? Because I think that he can't really later recanted that. Said that dog talking dog shit wasn't true. Yeah, I saw a lot of interviews by him when he was totally lucid and totally fine. He's like one hundred percent better. It's fucking weird. It is weird, right? Because he became a Christian. He became a Christian and it was like talking to like just a fucking regular dude. Like, it's very strange. Yeah, well, he's you know he doesn't even want to get out. He's like, I don't deserve to get out. Fuck, I'm not. I'm a fucking killer. 
Uh, now the the, uh, the suspect was wearing a gray hoodie with the word arrow uh, arrow on it. What's arrow One of those stores. It's like Old Navy or something. Oh, okay. It's like like uh, um, what do you call uh, Supreme? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> crap though. It's not like uh, Supreme or expensive. Well, the shooter and the victim didn't know each other. No one else on the train was injured. Now, Enrique, as he lived in Park Slope, Brooklyn, violent Brooklyn, uh, worked for Gold- Goldman Sachs, and he boarded the subway on his way to Sunday. Bro- God damn, it's like funny. They just, when they haven't got much to say about it, they just like keep restating these things. He was on his way to brunch, and I know there was an attempt to that disturbing video footage shows first responders frantically trying to revive him. Morally wounded guy. Here he is right here. He nice like- mustache, dick. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the handlebars, rocking handlebars. I'm trying to get that, too. You're going to do handlebars? Something. No way, dude. I feel like I got to become insufferable. That would do it. That would do it. A handlebar must have... If you do that, you should do it with like an armband and suspenders and shit like that. And like... Top hat. Wipe glasses, you know. Like, go total steampunk. It's a trip. It is a trip. Oh, I know the story that I wanted to talk about. This motherfucker who, uh, who, who knifed this woman, man. He just straight up fucking murdered... Uh, this Asian woman, he gave the funniest fucking jailhouse interview that I've seen in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you seen Dan lately? Oh, he's actually hiding upstate, but he just came back to New York. So hey, cool. We'll have to get him back on. He was a popular guest. I mean, he's uh, uh, people enjoyed hearing us. Not uh, well, he's he's crazy. You know what I mean? So he, like he yeah, he's been living in a car in someone's driveway for like a month, and I think he couldn't take it anymore. So he came back. Oh, that would yeah, God, that would get old. It's a tough one. I think he's, he's back, though, baby. Yeah, this is about the Swayze hologram and whatnot, which I know nothing of. You even heard of that? <laughs> Swayze <laughs> no. hologram? I know nothing of that. I thought he was a ghost. I never found him hot. Come on. I, I found him semi-hot. You know, he's all right. I mean, he was not, not, not the hottest in the world, maybe, but... Uh, he's no Tom Selleck. No. No, I grant you that. No Tom Selleck at all. I would not get monkeypox from that man. <laughs> Swayze. You imagine all those fucking lesions all over your hand while you do pottery? No thanks, you fucking piece of shit. If you do have monkeypox, boy, oh boy, the chances are so remote of anybody listening to this with with monkeypox, right? It might clean out this neighborhood pretty soon. Uh, You know what? It might take out a few. You got a point. Oh, you know what? And there's a fucking sexual harassment story here that's insane, too. But I got I found this newspaper finally. If you're not, like you said, butt fucking in a gay bathhouse now. And God knows most of us are. Of course. We're not savages. We don't come out and say it. We have a code for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're say we're going to brunch. Appropriate venue. <laughs> brunch. Butt fucking, here it is. Oh, yeah, okay. So this guy has an interesting uh, perspective on criminal justice that I'd like to share with you guys because he seems to think that uh, he's he's going to be okay in this situation. Do you remember this guy here? Oh, yeah, that's the dude from uh, every crazy black dude on every corner. Yeah, but look at him. I mean, this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's not quite a human. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like, that's half. I don't know. There's some missing link of some, some sort. feline in there, I think. You know, I mean, like, a, well, this guy here. Oh, is he the guy that followed the girl in the Chinatown apartment and killed he her? Sure did. Oh, a yeah. young Korean woman. Now, granted, she was in the wrong country's, you know, town. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's 34th Street. You got to get over yeah, there. Yeah, get up to K Town. But the, the man charged with stalking Christina Yuna Lee, stabbing her to death in her Chinatown apartment 
He believes he'll get off scot-free because there's no video footage of him killing her. That's the lead. No footage of him killing her. Nice. All right. His name is Asamad Nash. He's 25. I wouldn't, I wouldn't laugh at him now because I have a feeling there's a, at least a 40% chance in this city. Come on. <laughs> you might have a point. It's George yeah. Floyd Day. They might just let him go today. Yes. And Mary Floydmas to you, sir. Mary Floydmas. Uh, I can't breathe. <laughs> uh, yeah, this Asamad Nash, he's seen on surveillance video following her into the apartment. Uh, down on Christie Street, uh, he pushed his way into her home. Jailhouse interviews at the post those are great. So he was uh, uh, he was found at the bloody murder scene, hiding under a bed. That is a place the cops general. I'm surprised they thought to look there. To be honest, maybe uh, he just wanted to live in there. Well, you see, he there's he he offers a different perspective on on this whole push in theory. Uh, but in a 30 minute video interview from Rikers Island, oof. Nash said he didn't think that he uh, that that there would be enough. That would be enough to put him away. First of all, they got to have me on camera killing her. I'm not on camera touching her at all. Nash said they only got me on camera going into the building. That's it. They ain't got no camera showing me killing that lady. Now they don't just have him going into the building. They've got him going, you know, following her all the way. Wasn't in. there a guy that shot a cop like a week ago, and he just got let go? And the cops, I mean, they, they can't do anything. Like it wasn't like it's not that crazy. Like I don't know, man. He might actually pull it off. Dude, this would enrage a minority community, though, not just the police and I people who support him. I mean, I think that, the Asians are puss, pussy whips. No, they get pretty mad about about certain things. You know, they rally. They rally at certain times. They, they rally argue. and then they do all this stupid shit like, oh, we need more mental health, whatever. It's like, no, you don't. You just Why? need to lock up these fucking lunatics. They do stick with the program, don't they? They do tend to stick with the program. Yeah, they're, they're afraid of angering the blacks. They do not. They'll but never really like push for anything let's push for oh they need more help it's like no they don't they like this well what chinese people mean by help you know it could be they need a re-education camp you know something no like that. they're uh, they, yeah. they kind of piss me off believing in social programs and whatnot yeah like oh we only gave them what how many billions of dollars for mental health what does it do nothing no spending money on programs is a fucking waste of time everybody knows that everybody knows that every program every nonprofit should be outlawed no. Nonprofits are just by definition crooked. Well, you're going to increase any program that you're, any problem you're trying to fight. It's just going to be like throwing money at it. Like, oh, if you act crazy, you get a free apartment. Oh, you get a free, uh, free phone. You get free Metro cards. Like, everyone's going to act more crazy. It's not going to, like. Ah, damn, you're right. Yeah. If you reward it, you know, just like, yeah, throwing money at the problem is definitely not the answer. Okay, so he says they got to have video of him trying to kill, of him killing this lady. He was trying to get into a mental health program at the hospital to beat the charges against him. And he erupted behind a glass wall in Rikers Island when questioned about the, about the legal strategy. Listen, you're not listening, he erupted. Nashville, uh, Nash shouted. I think about Nashville, it's just Nash. Uh, they got to have you on camera killing her. <laughs> they got to have it on camera, man. I agree. Even then, who knows? You know, I mean, that's just evidence. They don't got me on camera killing her. They only got me on camera following her into the building. So you followed her into the building, and then she was dead a few minutes later, and you were hiding under the bed. Yeah, you don't have me on camera. Uh, he originally claimed another man had burst into Lee's apartment and killed her. But in the jailhouse interview last week, he changed his account of the night that Lee was sexually assaulted, stabbed with her own kitchen knife, and left to bleed to death in her bathtub. 
She called me, Nash said. She invited me over for a party. <laughs> nice. She was having a party, and she invited me over for a drink. Hot. And you can, that's believable. You what know. a skank. Yeah. I mean, you know, really. If you got to fuck gonna, a crazy, mentally homeless man. Come on. You you're going to invite a stranger into your home for a drink? Then you get what's coming to you, you know? With this guy right here, you say, come on over, and we'll have a party. Yeah. I'm starting to feel a lot less sympathetic towards this victim now that you put it that way. Uh, she called me. Now, when asked to describe the moments leading up to Lee's killing, Nash shrugged. I was too high. I said, adding he was under the influence of dust and K2 that he had bought at 125th Street and Lenox Avenue in Harlem. Why didn't you stay up there? Why'd you buy that shit and come down and do it in Chinatown? No Asian chicks. Mm. Yeah, to follow. Okay, well, because he had a party to go to. Figures I'm going to a party. I'll get some K2, some dust. She let him in. She opened the door. I'll smoke myself a dipper. You know, she probably fucking held the door like, oh, you're coming in. Oh, okay. Come in. (laughs) Just don't let the. Jesus, I don't. uh, I don't know what efforts that she made or didn't make, but I know this guy was too high. He says, I don't remember nothing. I told you I wasn't in my right state of mind. It's crazy being on that stuff. I bet it is. K2 and Angel Dust. K2 and PCP. Yeah. Mm. Damn. That is a combination. K2 on its own can lead you to just be, you're just fucking whacked out. You don't know what it's going to do. Yeah, that was the one that was really big a few years ago. You see everyone just twitching on the floor like a fish out of water. It was, mm-hmm. seems, seems wacky. That's like maybe the one drug I went through, I think. Well, what about crocodil? Crocodil. Oh, crocodile? Yeah, yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> Big clumps of flesh falls off. It's half the price of heroin and kills you twice as fast. Yeah, let's go, baby. How could you avoid it? And and what about, there's another one, too, that's uh, some kind of synthesized shit that they do down in Florida a whole lot. Flocka. Oh, yeah. Flocka, does, it, that looks like a drug I don't want to be on. I've never done a drug that was not great. They're all awesome. That's my opinion. I've never been like, wow, drugs suck. No. But, you've, but you've never done Flocka or PCP. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I don't know. I've had some... Concoctions. You'd know if you did some fly. Fuck is, people are just like fucking. They they fucking. That's what they say about every they drug. Bend no, their arms. Or, no, have you ever seen people on Flaga? Shit, dude. Know. Hold on. Come on now. I, this this is worth looking at. This is an amusing thing. It, there's <laughs> that shit is for real. It's always in Florida too. Lot of Flaga. Well, the problem with the synthetic drugs are. They have a regular drug, and it gets outlawed, so they just change a few molecules. And, you know, they outlaw that one, then they change a few more molecules. And every time, it gets a little more and more crazy. Yeah. Come on, come get some water. You want some water? Okay. No, cover yourself up. We ain't got to expose yourself now. It's okay. What would you want? Come get some water. What do you want? What am I? What are you, you got spoons. You're going to get arrested. You're going to get arrested now. Yeah. Okay, put it in, in nurse. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, you got needles out. Yeah, yeah. that's a shit. Yeah, I mean, um, a deal breaker. I don't even know that. Hey, yeah. Bro, bro. Yeah, you see, I want to run her around, tie her around. <laughs> <laughs> you got people watching you out here. This is the pose. This is the party. Come on, smoke a bowl. You'll be all right. Chill out. Yeah. Have a glass of beer, maybe. Draw. Yard work. I mean, I, I just don't understand. 
when they get off it, what's it like? Do they remember this? So, they, and I'd like to hear someone describe what this is like. Do you think she's having a regular conversation? Yeah. And it goes on for a while. I think. I don't think you're ever normal again. Maybe. Look at my foot. But look, look at my foot. It kind of seems like she's the one white person in this whole town. You know, it's. Oh. She's. Uh, you think maybe she's a prostitute? I think. I think maybe she's a prostitute. Oh shit. Yeah, a man on it is not as endearing. It's less charming. It's less look at my foot. Like, Do you see the one where the guy in Seattle just smashes through a window with his hand? Like he's crushing blood. That was from the movies a few days ago. Fucking spaz, though. Jesus. Oh, shit. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it's surprising that more people don't uh, wind up dead just as a result of stupid shit that they do on this stuff. I mean, there's no way that there's a moderate amount of this to take. So I just like to get a good <laughs> no, I do it right now. Flock of buzz for the show. Let's go. <laughs> Give it to Bobo. Come on, Bobo. What? It's probably like Nutty Professor for Bobo. Flowers for Algeron. He becomes a professor. He can. Uh... <laughs> Do quantum physics. Yeah. <laughs> He's a lot more normal in, in, when you're talking to him privately, by the way. This goes on too long with this fucking guy. Lady here is laying in a fucking quad El Camino. What's up? Full car. The cops in this shitty country just throw you in the back of an El Camino and I that's all they get into. And you're like, I think she just jumped back there on her own. Be my guess. I think they just found her back there. It does make you like a zombie. You know, make you behave. Very zombie-esque sort of way. Sometimes, like she doesn't seem to know what the fuck's going on. Uh, and and then you know, the truth about Flocka here. Here we go. Yeah, so, and we don't need to hear the whole expose. Uh, that's a vice thing that goes on and on. Anyhow, yeah, that's what this guy. This guy was not on Flocka. He was on K two. Nice. And uh, K two comes in a lot of different brands, like you said. Is that ketamine? What is? Is that, is that is that synthetic weed or what is? Yeah, it's synthetic weed that they that they change. Uh, was basically like potpourri that's soaked in chemicals, and then they when they outlaw one chemical chemical composition, they change it slightly, and they're oh, this is not illegal, and then they sell it in stores again, and then you know, and it has uh, the brand name Scooby Snacks was one uh, a flavor, I should say, probably not a brand. Wow. It's too bad uh, that this woman did not have cameras set up in her home to uh, record her murder. And it's a good idea to have those, you know, in cameras the event that you are house. murdered. Put up cameras in your house and uh, like like I have and just keep them running at all times. You know, that way you're fine. And it's, OK, you so should, uh, maybe, uh, you know, broadcast that we'd all like to see this. Yeah. So keep her safe. See her being safe. Yeah. 
So, well, we, we would know who did it for sure. We don't know for sure because we don't have him on camera. But now she's charged with first-degree murder. That's a big deal. He's going to get off. He's not going to get convicted of first-degree murder. There's no way. He's fucking nuts. Well, they can't. Yeah, he couldn't premeditate it. I think that that might be why they charged him with that. Because they, they can't find him guilty of a, set, of a lesser crime. They're going to be like, oh, the system failed him. You know, really, that's he's the real victim. <sighs> wow. They're going to do that. I guarantee it. Well, you know, this is not without... I mean, they interviewed him here for 30 minutes, so obviously he gets to some of his life story. If you story. get murdered, it's your relative. You should just be like, I'm really sad this happened. I don't have any ill will. And then you should fucking kill him yourself. That's the only way you're going to get him. Just be like, I don't know. I'm uh, sad. Whatever. It's, you know, I mean, it's really tragic. And uh, yeah, it's tragic all around, I think. Course, just tragic all around. Yeah. He says uh, that now he's also charged with burglary and sexually motivated burglary. That's an interesting one. Yeah, breaking in with the intention. Because burglary it. usually means there's no physical contact. That's the definition of burglary. Otherwise, it's robbery. So, oh, I mean that's the difference. Burglary uh, is just stealing shit. You sneak around with a mask on. You know, Mission Impossible down the rope. <laughs> Whereas robbery is just you beat the fuck out of someone and take their shit, or hey, you threaten to beat the shit out of. Well, them. I thought burglary was like if they broke into your home. Period. And yeah, then robbery is separate. Burglary is literally breaking into a property. But not the stealing part. It's for any illegal purpose, but it's usually stealing. Yeah, but but if even but you if could you, break in and just like jerk off on their wall or something, and that would, I guess, be maybe what they're talking about. Yeah, I have no idea. Sexually motivated. Uh, yeah, I, I it, there's there's all kinds of nuances that you hear about from time to time. He says, uh, yeah, uh, that situation happened. Then she died, and they told me I did that, and all that crazy stuff, you know. Uh, Nash claimed that he met Lee in a park near her home and that the two would chill and relax together. Nice. From time to time, which is what he said they were doing the night she was killed. They were chilling and relaxing. He would follow her. He, he would always walk a few paces behind her. Um, that's the way they liked it. Asked why Lee, a successful and creative producer who worked at the digital music platform Splice, would invite the homeless Sky High Nash into her home, he became irritated. I just told you. <laughs> nice. She invited me. Uh, Lee was returning home from a club February 13th. Nash began following her. Video shows Nash following the Korean-American woman and keeping his distance as she climbed six flights of stairs to her apartment. That's wow. the last thing she I bet you she bled out quick. Her blood was probably pumping. I don't know. You know, because it really does get your blood pumping. I mean, what like, does? Walking up stairs? Yeah. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. How did she not hear this guy after six floors of stairs? This weird, crazy dude. I think she knew he was there, but just is like, I gotta hurry up and try. And he just timed it right, you know? Because I've seen him before. Like even when they know somebody's there, they'll run that last like half of the hallway, jam their key in, get in, and just barely get the door shut in time. I don't lock my door. <laughs> what are you Canadian? I don't care. You want people to break in so you can I hurt actually them. do. <laughs> I mean, I love fighting. Come on, let's go. Dude, you're not going to fight. You know what? Though? I live with 12 old people. My building is uh, it's six apartments. They're all 102. What are they going to do? You'd be the last victim. I'm like, going to be the one that's you can the go problem. Through, there's a problem. lot of old people here. But then again, dude, if you if you killed somebody in your apartment and they broke in and you just like caught them right, punched them in the throat. Did, you did something, they fell back, hit their head, and died. You'd be charged with fucking murder. Yeah, in this city, of course. Uh, it's just, it, it it boggles the mind how you can't defend yourself now. So, yeah, 
Nash pushed his way inside once she reached her door, stabbed her to death with a yellow-handled knife from her own kitchen. And uh, the murder weapon is there, so they're not going to get him on first-degree murder. No, I don't think so. I mean, if it has to be premeditated, or maybe there could, they can also charge it. He's going to get manslaughter, honestly. He was, he was in a K2 haze. He's not going to get murder. I mean, second-degree murder, I think they could do. Because, I mean, like, he's... But, yeah, you're right about that K2 haze. They're going to be like, this motherfucker thinks she invited him to a party. That's how fucking crazy he was. If you got a jury of, like, five people with George Floyd pins on, like, it's good luck. <laughs> right? What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Uh, it's, 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 he tried to flee uh, after, the, after he stabbed her there, but uh, he tried to get down a fire escape. But he turned back and then uh, scurried under a bed. According to police sources, tried to go down a fire escape, backed off, said "fuck it," and went went under the bed. Maybe, yeah, maybe he saw a squad car or something. Maybe he saw, or maybe he was just like, "Man, I don't, I'm gonna." The six flights. Maybe he was just like, "Man, this is high. I'm just gonna go under the bed. I'm on K two. <laughs> just gonna uh, take a little nap." Uh, the murder uh, rocked the city uh, amid a surge of violence against Asian New Yorkers. I think it's the same violence that they've always had. They just haven't been recording them as hate crimes all this time. Now they do. I think they just pretended that it was a new thing to blame it on Trump for saying China virus or was what I can't do it. Trump. He said Kung flu and it just and the, and the homeless people. Now they we know that they weren't into Trump, but I think they just had so much respect for the office. <laughs> yeah, they're like message received. Mind fewer. If the president says it, <laughs> I'm doing it. Nash said he grew up in Newark, New Jersey. He had a mental. He had mental problems since childhood. I believe him. Uh, but could not identify a specific diagnosis. I believe that, too. He's currently on Remeron. Just an all-purpose retard, crazy. (laughs) Antidepressant garden variety, uh, Tardville. While in jail, he's on Remeron, though, antidepressant. And he was was mute as a child, he said. His late older brother taught him how to talk. (laughs) What the fuck is that? (laughs) As an adult, he frequently slept on the streets or in homeless shelters, only sometimes staying with his mom. Uh, he's never held a job, he said. Now, that I respect. I worked at a Taco Bell for about a week. That's about it. Uh, yeah. Still, yeah, this guy was folding, uh, you know, gorditas and shit. He seemed to have a high opinion of himself, though. That's what he says. Listen, listen, I'm a good person, he said. I do a lot of music. And I got a lot of talent, you know. Is I he could, an aspiring rapper? He's probably got a mixtape. You should have done a fucking Taibo instructor course. We'll do the six floors of walking upstairs. That's pretty impressive. Chasing a Chinese lady. Yeah, all that. He's like, man, surely she lives on the third floor. Fuck, fourth. Fifth. She, if she Come walks on. up one more floor, I'm killing someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fifth floor walk up for years, and that last flight never seemed like anything other than just unreasonable. I, my calves are like fucking rocks. Yeah, I, I used to still. live on the sixth floor for a while myself. I used to just piss off the roof. I was on the top floor. I could go up to the roof and just piss off because I had five roommates. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you didn't have to fill up a bottle and put it in your closet like I did at one time with all no, the No, but people started complaining because, like... Yeah. Someone pissed on me up there. Yeah, I would complain. He says, I did a lot of good a lot of good stuff for the city of New York. I helped people out. I did a lot of good stuff, you know? You made some gorditas. That's pretty good. Yeah, you worked at Taco Bell for one week, and 
that $5 gordita box is the only way to survive inflation, so I'll take it. Some days, man, you go, thank God there's cheap food out there, you know? I mean, like, there's 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 places where you can... I, I found one time, there was a Spanish restaurant that used to be over on uh, 8th Avenue or 9th, I forget, but it had a fucking, uh, poof, maybe 6th or 7th, it doesn't matter. They had a, a BLT for three ninety five, dollars and a restaurant. Well, you, have you ever heard of the Vietnamese? They have the best food, I found out. I just discovered this. Like, Never heard ago. of them. They have this thing called a banh mi, which is like a giant sub with like pork. It's like a giant quantity pork for like $6. They have it everywhere now, apparently. Shit. What's it called? They call it a banh mi. It's just a, a giant mi. amount of like roasted pork. It's like bacon, but Chinese or Vietnamese. Fuck. Okay. I'll have that. Shit. And Good they shit. put it on a roll. They figured out how to appeal to me because I don't I, Vietnamese food. I, up to yeah. Now. It's like a giant pork chop or something. But then they put all this like shitty weird stuff on it. You have to flick off with your finger, like Asian vegetables and, oh. little, you know, whatever. So there is a downside. Mm. But, but it's you, a lot of meat for like six, seven bucks. There's bargains. There's definitely bargains out there. And there's a way. There's ways to throw away money, too. I yeah, know. I got a $19 beer here. A 19 Show your $19 beer, for God's sake. This is what you get when you go to these Whole Food type places. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is going to be like a Bud Light. Two bucks? Oh, $19. Fuck, it looks like a bottle of champagne. I like the little guy. He's How's cool the beer? Guy. I mean, is it taste delicious? It's got a little fucking yard, like a yard, uh, what do you call those things? Gnome. It's not bad. Renowned MIT biologist lost his job, okay, after having what he said was a consensual fling with a much younger colleague. He said the mushrooming uh, scandal had forced him on the unemployment line. 44-year-old David David Sabatini, oh, he's 54, rather. Uh, His research involved unraveling how tumors develop. So this guy's a good scientist and everything. Uh, He's been on unemployment after fellow scientist Kristen Krauss Claimed he groomed and coerced her into a sexual relationship. This woman's in her 30s at the time, okay? What a fucking bitch. <laughs> groomed and coerced? Oh, you went to MIT. You're a genius. You can't figure out how to get away from a dick? Come on. Yeah. A longtime friend and dean at the NYU Grossman School of Medicine tried to offer him a job, but after an uproar, the school announced on uh, the third of this month that it would not hire him despite the fact that that colleague uh, described him in a recent article as one of the world's greatest scientists, a genius. He's in line for the Nobel Prize. What wormhole did my life take, <laughs> he says, uh, to protest so and being called a sexual I don't, I don't predator. Get it. He dated her. So and he was consensual. 50, she was 30. Oh, my God, I'm a victim. 21 years his junior. He's 54 now, so I guess she's... 33? Yeah. And now I, I don't know... 33. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Groomed me. Groomed. You're almost at menopause, bitch. That's yeah. Your your clock's ticking at 33. For real. Yeah. Maybe that's the issue. He told a report he was shocked to find himself the subject of protest at NYU when the school explored the possibility of hiring me. And there was Sabatini contended that he and Kraus began their fling during a 2018 conference. So four years ago, he was 50. She was 29. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, right? My girlfriend was what? <laughs> At twenty when I met her or something. Come on, fuck it. By twenty twenty, uh, he thought the affair had cooled, though he claims Kraus wanted to continue. And then uh, by October of twenty twenty, she complained that she'd been harassed, and in a later lawsuit, alleged Sabatini oversaw a sexualized environment in his lab. Uh, since his uh, departure from MIT, he's been a despondent. He stopped eating and sleeping. Lost thirty five pounds. I don't want to cried a lot he says hair is falling out i don't okay i I feel bad for the guy but i mean there's limits 
uh, and it's not just Sabatini dealing with the fallout, because after the Grossman School of Medicine announced it would not hire him, the National Institutes of Health decided to audit $500 million in grant money overseen by the dean who first considered bringing him aboard. Wow, what a fucking bitch. That guy invented the cure for cancer, and she was like, no, I don't care if he cured cancer. He harassed me and <laughs> groomed me. He stopped tumors, so what? Did he groom you or harass you? <laughs> he it? literally cured cancer. Yeah, this guy literally <laughs> is working on tumors in line for the Nobel Prize. Uh, but, uh, you know, Daphna Barsaghi. I hope they just shred that cure for cancer. They say, we don't want it. No, we don't want it from him. Someone else will discover it. <laughs> no. God, it's ridiculous. Uh, one of the greatest scientists of our century is what he was called uh, by the by the dean, uh, by dean of science and chief scientific officer at the med school. Uh, NIH said it received anonymous complaints about Barsagi. Mm-hmm. Oh, anonymous it's me complaints. again. I mean, oh, it's totally someone new. Anonymous <laughs> complaints can get you this in this much, can ruin your life. Recently sent NYU a letter raising concerns about her ability to provide a safe environment for trainees. Talking about uh, Daphna Barsagi saying, yeah, we, we're concerned about her ability to provide a safe environment for trainees. If there was anything untoward about the man's behavior, we would not have touched him with a 10-foot pole, said Ken Langon, the chair uh, of the board of NYU. You know, he's a guy there at NYU. And uh, they did an exhaustive uh, look over him. Now, other law outside lawyers consulted by uh, NYU, they reviewed a report into the allegations done by MIT and found that Sabatini was not given due process. No shit. <laughs> of course. If people are close-minded to the idea that there can be a consensual relationship between two adults, I'm afraid we can't make any traction. The NIH did not immediately respond to a request for comment, and uh, Naus, <clears throat> Naus, Kristen Naus, uh, did not respond to an email seeking comment. So... That's uh, that's his deal. This fucking guy, you know, I mean, like, I don't know. He, he's he's that's not a creep to me. That doesn't look like a creep to me. I mean, what do I mean? Can you tell? But that that woman right there, she's a cunt, and she'll laugh about it. What I mean, a like, fucking bitch. she wasn't a student, by the way. She wasn't 30, a she, 30, but she 30? was. Even if she was, she would care. But she wasn't a student at all. She dumped him, and then she wanted him to quit his job and be like, oh, well, one of us has to go. Hmm? Well, I think he dumped her. Irregardless. It doesn't matter at all who dumped who. It just, none of that shit matters. It's like you got to, the world of, uh, what do you call it? What do you, what do you call these learning institutions? Academia? Forget it, man. It's over. Don't go to college. Learn a trade. Mm, the last time I went to NYU. Woo. A Columbia University administrator can because she wouldn't bend the rules to get foreign students into the uh, school's teacher's college. She uh, charged in a lawsuit. She was fired for that. Yocasta Brenz, who was a director of the Office of International Student Services for Teachers College, said Administrator Portia Williams asked her in, a 2000, in 2019 to process immigration paperwork for prospective students without the necessary documentation. And uh, she later alleged uh, Brenda being inflexible. She said, oh, this woman's inflexible with the federal requirements. Afterward, Brenda filed a whistleblower complaint. So, yeah, she got fired for that shit. 
There's crime in New York City, of course. There's crime. You want crime? We'll give you crime. <coughs> but these that's a grisly murder down in Chinatown. That guy, you, you look at that guy, he looks like such a soulless animal to me. And it's, it's just the look in his face. I swear to Christ, man. It is a, it's a new world out there. But then again, I guess it's more of the same old shit. It's always been happening. Man, a kid sex rank bunded, uh, busted, rather. Wish I had uh, the Oklahoma crime report. Rockaway Canine Park breaks bank. Well, beachfront dog run under construction. Okay, well, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk another time. Anthony, Anthony Loman, good talking to you, man. You're always such a good guest. I would shake your hand, but you got the pox. I do. No hand job from you. Did they fuck <laughs> the dogs at that Rockaway Dog Park? I don't know if they fucked them. You might want to save that article just in case. Yes, for dog fuckers. I almost forgot my show with Anthony Zenhauser. Catch that. We're doing a new episode. Fuck, this week we'll be recording a new one. There's one up now uh, which has stories from Louisiana and Mississippi, so it's down in the Delta. That is a fucking... Uh, one was a stripper, and uh, she put it up on social. Now, I, I feel bad for anybody who uh, is made to fuck a dog due to their drug habit. I don't think I could ever be that addicted to something. I'd like to think that I couldn't be that addicted to something. That I, I saw a poll on Twitter today. They said, would you rather fuck, if you're straight, a guy's ass or a horse's pussy? What do you think won? Horse's pussy? Yeah, like 75%. It was a landslide. Yeah, well, the horse ain't going to talk about it afterwards. Uh... <laughs> Horse's pussy is, is is that dangerous? I don't think so. I think the dick is what's going to rip your insides out. The pussy is probably extra soft. Oh right, because the horse putting his dick in the guy was what ripped his insides out. So yeah, I they mean, it turned into a popsicle. Yeah, it was just like, God, that's brutal, man. That's it. There's so much bad shit that's happened in the world. Don't worry about all that, because it's a. Uh, Fuck, it's just some other Horse time. fuckers when you really run out of ideas. Hey, look, we, there was a guy with a donkey. We talked about that. <laughs> oh, shit. And if you ever heard a donkey braying, like, for real, Jesus Christ, that is a noise, man. That is not an attractive sound. It is the worst <laughs> animal sound there is. Uh, thanks for more time, Anthony Loma. Thank you for listening to New York City. Crime